Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's Ryan. It's Tyler. It's episode 49, take two. Take two. Hello. A little technical difficulty there. So closing in on one year of audio gold. Week two of video gold. We're getting there. Bear with us on the uh, on the video side. Thanks to everybody that tuned in and checked that out last week. We're going to keep bringing you both options here. Uh, whichever whichever you prefer so we're gonna we're gonna keep adding some some wrinkles on the video side we'll we'll dial it in before you know it we'll be streaming on uh, on Netflix probably you know that's how comedians and cars started it was a YouTube show that's true next thing you know old Jerry getting a nice paycheck from Netflix so that's that's uh, that's very true next thing you know That'll be us, but for the time being, we're huddled in a in a in an office in Cheswick, as you can see on the video. If you're not watching the video, that's where we're at. So before we get into it today, a couple uh, couple things. I think we have like 19 people signed up for the uh, the bootleg uh, race we're putting on, <laughs> which we're gonna have to come up with some type of official name here soon, so we can create some T-shirts to fundraise. But I uh, got about 19 people, so if you're interested. Still plenty of time to train, 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon, uh, Saturday, May 1st, time TBD. Uh, just know as you sign up, the distance you select is being heavily judged. If it uh, isn't what we think you should be doing, then we'll let you hear about it. So uh, make sure you push yourselves, challenge yourselves, uh, but hop in the members group if you want to sign up for that. Uh, we also have some green St. Patrick's Day t-shirts left at both places. Great shirt. I've been wearing that for a year now. Oh, yeah. Same here. Year round. It's a fantastic t-shirt. Fits nice. Makes you look jacked. You get a nice, you know, sun starts coming out. You get a nice tan going on with that green color. Yeah. I mean. It's a nice green. It's a great look. It's a good uh, green. Great look. So make sure you pick one up. We're almost out of them. Uh, and, uh, speaking of being almost out, we are almost out of spots for the six week challenge at, uh, what a, tr- what a transition. You what know a what transition. I mean? 49 episodes in, we're just fluid with the transitions here, but, uh, we're almost out of spots for Cheswick and Leechburg for the second round of the six week challenge. As you guys have seen, the small groups are packed, so we can only take so many people. So if you're into it. If you have spent the first couple months of 2021 kind of spinning your spinning your tires, not really making any any results, any progress, uh, we've been we've been putting up some numbers. We have Rob, another 20 pounder, oh, 20, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. pounds down in the six weeks. So yeah. uh, the top of the chart, people are, are kind of between 20 and 25 pounds in that six weeks, with a lot of people uh, coming in around 15 or so. So. Getting a lot of good updates of people continuing after as well. Um, I love it, man. Laura Schwartz sent me a text this morning. She's down a total of 18 pounds now. Hey, she shout lost, out, Lori. Uh, she lost like 13 and a half, 14 during the challenge. Down another four, continuing on. Like, 
I love it. It's good so stuff. So if you could stand to it's lose, good stuff. if you could stand to lose between 15 and 25 pounds, then uh, go ahead and schedule an appointment with Tyler and Melissa. Snatch up one of those last few six-week challenge spots, and let's go, man. Let's go. I might have to sign up for the six-week challenge myself based on how I ate this weekend. Uh, I might need to get back on it. But speaking of the weekend, a little 12-mile, a uh, little faster faster tempo run. How are you feeling, my man? Uh, not as bad as I did after the 15. Hey, progress. That's good stuff. Uh, no, I felt actually pretty solid on this one. Um, pace was up there pretty well uh, for the whole 12 miles. Um, yeah, I mean, finally in on that recovery bike ride on Sundays. It's a game changer. Uh, which definitely is uh, a big help and super, super nice. Uh, but no, just some uh, some standard stuff, a little bit of quad tightness. Mm. Uh, started getting a little bit of uh, the groin and IT band areas mm. uh, a little bit as well, which is a little different than what I've had. But uh, not not too terrible otherwise. Yeah, that's the thing with me we were talking about. I feel like yeah. every week I, I like, it's like I'm putting duct tape on. You know, like I, I, I fix one problem yeah. that was bothering me on the runs, and then now I got something else. So it's yeah. a never-ending never ending battle. It was good to get out on the, the trail, kind of do a little recon oh, yeah. uh, for the race. We, we hit the trail and from Export to Trafford that we are, um, you know, planning on taken over for that right unofficially uh taken over for that race so that was good to good to do so yeah that talk to uh, talk food options for for post and uh, we're gonna have to get some input for everybody on what they'd like to slob up after they run so yeah. we got a, we got a lot of planning to do <laughs> we, uh, we got some work it's, to do uh, on this so we can't promise this race is gonna be the most organized thing you've ever been a part of but now it's gonna be a good time can't, can't promise fun. you that. So before we get into it, got a couple things, man. We, uh, yeah, first of all, I sent you the video from the Target commercial. Oh yeah, mopping, <laughs> mopping the sidewalk. I was glad I got back. to see that again. So if you've been, if you've been listening every week, you know what I'm talking about there. But we spent some time a, a while ago talking about the um, the wildlife license plates, right? Oh, yeah. And how you kind of have a stereotypical driver in that vehicle. Yeah. So this got me onto a couple couple other stereotypes of, of drivers uh, over the weekend. So how's, how's this one for you? So typically it's a truck, right? It's usually a truck, but when you get all those stickers on the, on the back window... Uh, mm. looking like the side of like a NASCAR with all the mm-hmm. sponsorships, you get all these stickers. What's what what's it pretty much understood you're dealing with on a on a driver when you get that? Mm. We got we got a tough guy. Yeah. Right. It's guaranteed. Yeah. We got we got a we got a hard ass here. We got a tough guy on the road. Usually it's a truck. Usually. Uh, get a bunch of smoke coming out you yeah, know whenever they exhaust, whenever exactly. they hammer it you know riding your ass being a little you know it's just understood you see all those stickers on there it's like oh, okay we got a tough guy here we got we got a tough guy so uh i saw that one over the weekend as always but then i saw another one have you ever looked at somebody that was driving and just based on like their body positioning or the look on their face like you could just tell 
we got a brand new driver. Oh, dude, 100%. I, They're dude, my favorite. This dude I saw yesterday. So it was in my neighborhood. A lot of stop signs in my neighborhood, right? Yes, so they are. This dude was at the stop, the other stop sign, like five minutes before me. So clearly, like, he should have been the one to go. Like, it was his, his yeah. turn to go. This dude was so stiff. And like had this look on his face, like he just can't, like he just got his permit three hours ago. Like this dude was just staring at me, didn't know if he should go or not. Like just looked so like nervous and uncomfortable behind the wheel. And it was like, oh man, it was a tough look. I don't yep. know if you've that's rough. If you've come across some, uh, I've seen some people like that. Yeah, I've seen a couple people like that before. Um, my favorite is when it. I've seen like the parent and the kid, you know, yeah, yeah and like yeah, the yeah. the kids like trying to do it, and you can visibly see the parent just being like frustrated or like concerned about their son or daughter driving. Those are always fun. I like those. Yeah, it's just like it just made me think seeing this kid's face, like how crazy it is that just. You know, you pass that permit test, and just here you go. Next you're thing in, you know, you're, you're, you're in the you're in the saddle here. Let's do it. You no, know, for sure. I mean, there's it's, no. Uh, well, so like that's something that I've thought of because like I grew up in like country area, so like ours is just back roads and like all this kind of stuff, and that's what I grew up driving and made sense to me. And then I moved here, and I was like, wait, people still people do driving school in the city. Like learning to drive in the city is dramatically different than learning to drive like on a country road, like where there's no one. I was like, taking my driver's test in the city would have been like the most nerve wracking thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, you get into, especially like downtown, like the way some of those ramps work to like, like if you ever just like look when you're coming Dude, down Pittsburgh's the parkway, Pittsburgh's a horrible city for this. And you got ramps like going over other ramps, underneath another ramp. Like it's just like a, a disaster. Did you did you do like a driving school thing? No, I never. Nah, I didn't do any. I that. never did driver's ed or anything in high yeah. school. I never took driving stuff. Oddly enough, though, when I left my last job before starting here, I applied for a self-driving car company in robotics and the job that I applied for was to be a safety driver in a self-driving car meaning I just sat in the driver's seat let the car do its thing but if I needed to take control I would take control so part of the interview which was a very odd interview process so one uh, I basically did an interview just like we're recording this video right now where I sat in in an office specifically actually a conference room with somebody in like California and just did an interview over the video. So it was like the internship? Kind of, yeah. And then the second part of the interview was I had to go through a driving lesson. I had to like have, or not a driving lesson, I had to do a driver evaluation course where a driving school instructor picked me up from the office and I then had to drive them around for like 45 to 60 minutes and they would just evaluate my driving. And then from there, if, it, if I passed, they'd, you know, move me to the next part of the interview. If I failed, then they wouldn't do anything. And like, it was awful because they, they took you everywhere in the city. 
So like, I went from Lawrenceville to Aspinwall, Aspinwall onto 28, down to 376, going across the bridge to go through the tunnel, like at rush hour at like 3.30 p.m. on like a Thursday or a Friday, I don't remember what day it was. But like, traffic was just absolute hell. Got cut off like four times or I had to slam the brakes on it. I failed because the people of Pittsburgh suck at driving. Like, I'm not a bad driver, but like, didn't have what it takes for the robots. No, I didn't. I didn't get. An, I didn't get that job. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do any. Um, I didn't do any driving school. I didn't do any instructor. I just, you know, just had my dad telling me I was a dumb shit the whole time. Basically, yeah. is how I learned how yeah. to drive a car. So the, the plus side to my family was I had four older brothers. So yeah, that's as, true. As soon as that's I got true. my permit, yeah. like my mom took me out to drive like once or twice, and then she just made my older brothers teach me. Yeah, that's that's true. I just uh, just took a beating from the from my dad, uh, but hey, worked out. Yeah, saved some money. Didn't have to pay for a driving instructor. So let's get into it, man. Let's uh, let's dive in on a on a few topics here. What do you uh, what do you want to start with here? What, what, what way you want to go? Um, I think let, let's start your route first. All right. I think let's get let's get it out. Good, because I forget what you what you told me you wanted to talk about already. Anyway, that's fine. So uh, that's we'll fine. get into that. So yeah, I, I um just wanted to get in and, and do a couple couple things about like why people tend to fail, uh, especially with nutrition uh, and following a meal plan. So I, I put a little post up yesterday in the Cheswick members group. Um, I actually meant to put it in the Leechburg one too. I just kind of forgot, but I put a post up with, with some of the kind of common excuses, uh, we've heard through, throughout the years, which, you know, that's been seven, really seven years, eight years at this point that, you know, I've heard a lot of these same things and, um, you know, Melissa has been doing it longer than me and she's, she's, you know, constantly heard some of these things. So just like some of the common, you know, I don't want to call them reasons because I feel like reasons kind of justifies it, but but just like excuses that people have for not being able to eat healthy, or not being able to follow a meal plan or stick to their nutrition or whatever. Um, and and just a few of those that I that I mentioned in the post were like, I don't cook, and we've talked about that before. Well, <laughs> like you do now, you know, like you just yeah. That's like such a childish excuse to say, like I don't cook. Like it's not that hard. You, you just start, you know. I, you don't do a lot of things until you do them. So you just kind of need to yeah, start I mean, do, start doing them. So that, you know, that was one. There's not really a lot to talk about there. That's just kind of straightforward. But you know, also we've heard, you know, the people that talk about how expensive it is how expensive eating healthy is and sure it can be you know if you're going to whole foods and buying everything yeah whole foods organic organic blah 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 but it, you know or, or you're buying like you know i'd love to eat steak and shrimp and whatever every single day but like it's expensive yeah. you know so yeah. yeah if you're picking the most expensive things or if you're you know going the most expensive route with all of those foods then yeah it can be but you know, I, I posted yesterday, you know, a little little crock pot of chicken where, you know, I, I basically got my entire lunches and dinners for the week. If you count everything like the rice and everything else I put in there, I mean, I, yeah. I had lunch and dinner for the whole week, probably under 15 bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, um, 
the the expensive thing is is just a bad a bad excuse. I mean, I've been doing last couple weeks even if it had to make it simpler, I was doing just a bunch of rice and beans and everything just in an attempt to save up some money. Um, you know, you're getting you're getting your whole week for <laughs> for three bucks, really. Yeah, at that especially point. if you go rice and beans. I mean, cans of beans. I just punted the shit out of the desk, so you'll hear a nice little thud on that one. But yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you get a can of beans, fifty cents at Aldi. You know what I mean? You yeah, get, I mean, you get the, about the, three or four of those. Expensive. You know, I did a little combo of the black bean, the pinto, the chickpea. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, do that, mix it up with some rice. You get a bag of rice for like dollar something. I mean. It's uh, you you can really get by on on some pretty cheap stuff. So that was the other one. I forget what the third one was that I put in. I forget my own post here, but um, I had three things that the and I think I got them all. I don't know. I'm prepared. Oh, they don't have not having time. Dude, the, not, the not having time pots, crock pots like slow cookers yeah like, like the the just in general whether it's working out or it's the nutrition like the not having time thing is just a, that's just a hard one for me and and i saw a really good a really good post yesterday or saturday or something where it was like if if you don't have time to cook meals for an hour for the week or you don't have time to work out like two, three days a week for an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not the it's not the you have a time issue. It's you have a time management issue, uh, which I thought was a great great line, great great uh, great post. So um, just making the time. I mean, people grossly over exaggerate how busy they are. Yeah. Um, all the time, like you're, if you really sat down and. And if you went through and and let's say you get up at the same time and you go to bed at roughly the same time every single day, look at the props. We got props. Uh, if you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something, like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff like playing on your phone or watching shows yeah. or you know, making up all this stuff that's not really busy. You're just yeah. saying you're busy because you don't feel like making the time or making the priority to cook food for an hour. And, that, and that's what I was getting at with the crock pot. I mean, I threw, I threw the stuff in the crock pot. It took like three minutes. And then later on I like shredded it up. Um, and that took another like five minutes. So like if you just like with the expense part of it, and I know I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but just like with the expense part of it, yeah, you can make it expensive if you choose to. Um, you can also make it a shit ton of time if you choose to, but you can also make it way shorter. Exactly. Like if you want to, if you want to try to whip up all these like 30 ingredient gourmet, fancy looking meals that you saw on Pinterest, then yeah, it's going to, it's going to take all day uh, to do that. But you know, you can get by on some very simple two, three ingredient meals here that don't really take that much time or effort. So really what we're getting at here is just, you know, with the with the excuses here. I mean, Tyler, you can maybe chime in if there's some other ones that you commonly hear from people is like their their excuse for not being able to do it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these are just 
I, I mean, I hear the same things. I, I don't have time. I'm busy. You know, I'm always running the kids around and this, that, and the other. But like you said, it comes down to a time management thing. I mean, I always loved, especially, you know, a few years ago uh, before I even got into this stuff, I'd always see the post of, like, a one-hour workout is 4% of your day. Yeah. You know, like, and that always hit home with me. So if you think 30 minutes is only 2% of your day, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a... That's a good quick math there. Uh, yeah, I know. Chop that baby in half. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. So I it, mean, like, it, It's just about, like, it, it. yeah, it's prioritizing, but it's also looking at yourself. Like, your, your concept of, you know, if you block, you know, looked at your entire day and blocked out everything hour by hour, like, the amount of people that would realize that what they're doing isn't really that much... Like most people would be mind blown, but it really comes down to are who's willing to sit down and actually look at that stuff and reevaluate it. You know, if, if, if you guys truly want results and you, you want to make progress with this stuff, like these are things that you have to do. Like, yeah. And like, we joke about it, like with, with older people, you know, if they have a doctor's appointment that wipes out their whole day, uh, it's like that type of thing. Like if people have like one little thing going on, it's like they can't do anything else like the entire day or something. So it's just like it, what it really comes down to is if you're, if you're not in the shape you want to be, or you're not as healthy as you want to be, or you don't look the way you want to look or whatever your goals are, whatever you're not happy with, or you feel like you're not achieving if you're in that situation, but you are up to date on all the latest shows, you got all the podcasts down, you got all the, you know, the whatever's going on in social media, like you're up on all of it. You're on all the trends. You got all the new things. Yeah. You got like all you're, the... you're, if you're up to date on like 30 different shows or you're like one of these people that's like, oh man, I'm out of shows. Like, <laughs> first of all, how do you run out of shows? Like, but if you're, if you're at a point where like, Oh, I've watched so many shows that like, I need, I need recommendations on new shows, but like, you're not happy with the shape you're in. Then like, something needs to change. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah something I mean, needs like, to change. what are you doing that you're, I mean, just come watch your show on the treadmill at least. You know what I mean? Like Don't bring a little, phone or tablet yeah. in and, and hop on the treadmill and wa- while you're watching the show or like, yeah, you know, like it's just one of those things like so many people that could be, and that's really what it is. It's, it's not to be like, Oh man, everybody's lazy. Like it's just that there's so many people that could feel so much better on a daily basis and be more confident and feel better about themselves that could easily do it. They're just, getting in their own way really and yeah. and that's that's really what's like kind of unfortunate and upsetting about it is like and we've had these people i'm sure you've had these people like we, we have people that come in join the gym or hop in the training programs that are like we're like oh man if like if they stay on track they're gonna kill it you know what i mean oh, like yeah. we, we've had some of those people there's nothing worse in what we do than when you know if somebody would just like stick to it or like just kind of do what they need to do on the nutrition side that they could make a huge change but they just like can't get out of their own way it's like the most frustrating and and you know really it just bums you out because you know what these people could could be capable of if they if they would just buy in and 
and make it a priority for themselves. Cause that's what we've seen, like with the six week challenge stuff, like people that have made it a priority and, you know, find a way instead of finding an excuse or putting up some monster numbers and like their confidence is on a whole different level in just such a short amount of time. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- there's definitely, I, I can think of a, a, a couple people off the top of my head where that's the exact case. Like, it's tough. And the hard part, I think, especially for us, is, like, we can't change that. We we can only teach you and, 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 and try to guide you and and try to help make the, the puzzle pieces fit, but, like, we can't. We can't put it together for you. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I mean, you can, uh, you know, give them all the tools in the world, but yeah, that's a that's a tough one. And the other the other one too in there is like we'll get a lot of uh, just like sick of eating the same stuff all the time. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I mean, there's only so many healthy foods out there there's only so many really healthy options that's why if you look at the population of the world especially of of the united states that's why everybody looks a certain way it's hard it's not easy it's not like it's like if it was all these amazing vast array of foods and like deliciousness to be in really good shape then like everybody would be you know what i mean like yeah there are only so many foods and like you got to get creative sometimes and you got to switch it up with what is available. That, that's pretty healthy. And there's a million options with that, but like, yeah. yeah, you're eating a lot of the same stuff, but it's like a lot of these people don't have a problem, you know, drinking freaking Mountain Dew every day or like eating chips every single day or getting fast food all the time. Like yeah. they'll eat the same stuff in those situations over and over and over again no problem but like as soon as you got to eat something healthy like on a regular basis it's like uh, this is the worst yeah like this i don't I'm just like, eating the same stuff all the time I, like, that's probably the excuse i hate the most truly because it's all it really is is you just have a closed closed door mentality on it like there are so many ways that you can make chicken <laughs> like yeah. there are so many ways that you can make chicken and make it healthy. Like it's baffling. And like the the thing that, you know, I think has helped a lot of the people with the six week challenge, you know, one of the tips on there is to use dry seasonings. Like don't be a condiment connoisseur and dump a ton of shit and sauces all over it. But like you can use some dry seasoning. You can use a little bit of garlic powder and, you know, garlic pepper and all other things along those lines to help flavor your food. Like, it doesn't have to be bland. You know, you can still season things to an extent. Like, and that can help create variety and change up the, the style of your meal. I mean, like, I'm one of those people, I don't really care that much. I eat tacos, like, three times a week. So, like... To me, it is what it is. Get in those tacos. But, like, you know, whether I do it with chicken or whether I do it with ground turkey or ground beef, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to prepare. Like, like you, if we're sticking with chicken, like, there's so many ways you can cook it. There's so many different ways you can 
season it. Um, there's so many different ways you can like, there's so many different combinations you can have it with. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you just eat plain ass chicken and the same and broccoli, like if you eat the same thing every single week, the exact same way with cook it the same way, season it the same way, put it with the same foods. Like, yeah, you're going to get freaking bored of it. But like, there's so many easy ways to just modify that same meal a little bit that can that can make it feel like an entirely different food but like yeah when people use that one like uh just like yeah it's 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 not as good as eating pizza you know what i mean it's never gonna be so like whenever they say that excuse it's almost like they're looking for you to be like oh i didn't tell you like you can just eat ice cream and shit and be be ripped up like it's like they're looking for you to give them like this like secret of like oh yeah actually like it's all bullshit you can just eat whatever yeah. you want like you, they're looking for some they're like, waiting, magic they're to get, yeah get get handed the magic pill yeah of like oh yeah like it, yeah it's hard it's you it's not as exciting as eating all that all that stuff and that's why a lot of people in the world look the way that they do uh that's why why all the and we've talked about this before that's why as the fitness and supplement and you know, all these meal services, like while all those industries have absolutely exploded, obesity still continues to increase. You yeah, know, you I would mean, think as the fitness industry and all this information and all this technology and all this, this and that and, and whatever, like as all of that becomes more and more and more and more available, you would think obesity would be on the decline and it's not, you know, no. so... It really, you know, if you, if these are things, if these excuses are, are things you've said or you've found yourself, you know, giving yourself, then really, I mean, you just need to decide what your, what your motivation is. Like, do you really want to make a change? Are you sick of kind of being unhappy with how you feel, how you look when you see yourself in the mirror, like your energy level, your confidence level, your sleep, like, are you really unhappy enough with that to make a change? Cause you easily can, you know, we, we've seen that with all these six week challenge people. If you really do want to make a change, it's really not as hard as you think. It just takes no. that consistency, um, that, that we've talked about before. So you know, if, if some of these things are kind of ringing a bell for you, then, you know, really you just need to, to take a look about how you want to be. Like, what do you want to feel like? What do you want to look like? What do you want to, you know, wake up and do every day? And then if it's really what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. You know, yeah. go ahead well, and, and do it. The, the other side of that is, you know, the people that can go through, you know, and eat relatively the same meal all the time and so forth like that not that i'm you know calling us amazing or anything like that but there's a there's a higher sense of discipline that falls into that because you understand why you're eating the meal that you're eating like don't get me wrong like you and i like to enjoy our food after our runs on saturdays and and on the weekends because those are that's our time to to really get after it but like Monday through Friday, Sundays, things like that. Like we know why we're eating the food we're eating and we have the discipline to continue doing that to the best of our abilities, you know, at the times that we're doing it. Yeah. And we outlined that before, you know, you don't have to be a hundred percent 
hundred percent of the time. Yeah. You know, we've we've talked about before, eighty percent. You know, and and above, you're you're gonna be pretty good. So, um, you know, as long as you're strategic about that, you can you can keep yourself uh, in a pretty good mindset for for following along with with your nutrition plan and um, you know make make some changes. And that's you know kind of what I said earlier. If if you spent the first two months kind of putzing around not not getting any results and you know you're in the same situation as you were january 1st like in that time you could have been down 10 12 15 20 pounds uh in the first couple months just by you know committing to yourself and investing in yourself and believing in yourself and and making that change um you know so as you're sitting there thinking about what you want to be like and what you want to, what you want to do, you know, kind of keep in mind over these next two months, are you going to just be in the same spot you're in now and and not make any progress or are you going to, you know, make some changes and, and buy in and, and be in a completely different spot in two months from now. So, and not, not everybody needs to, if somebody's in a decent in decent shape and their health is good and they then they're fine with you know how they feel and how they look and all that stuff then cool keep you know, at it stay in the same spot that's yeah. that's not a bad thing um this is just more geared towards the people that aren't content with where they're at or if they have health issues that they need to address or you know what have you that that's that's kind of what we're talking about here we're not saying everybody's gotta you know try to be on the cover of a magazine or anything um you know, That's we're just we talking about people that uh, people that aren't aren't happy or you know constantly want to do it. You know, the the people that the yo yo people. Yeah, like, like the people that they clearly want to do it because they keep trying. They just aren't successful at doing it. You know, those those are the those are the ones that we're kind of yeah kind of trying to trying to pep up here a little bit. But uh, that's kind of the end of end of my rant there end of your rant end of the uh the 21 minute rant yeah i mean i don't know it's, it's not I a think rant it was, it's think not it was a helpful. rant i mean um, it's it, it, it's it's proper information like this is just how it is and this is coming from the eyes of you know fitness professionals that see this day in and day out you know for years yeah like this is just how it is like yeah that's like i mean it, it we've talked about it before as long as you do stuff consistently like everything works you know, for the most part. Um, so like if you've tried a million different things and none of it works for you, yeah, there's a very small percentage of people that might be hindered a little bit by like medical issues or something, yes. but it's not as many people that try to try to say that, that that's the reason why they can't. But like if you're trying all these different workout programs, all these different nutrition programs and nothing's working for you, it's time to it's look. probably you it's it's, yeah, it's probably it, it's, not it's, that all these things don't work it's yeah. that you either abandon them too quickly you know you're not patient enough with getting the results like you want five ten pounds in the first week or something you know you're either not sticking with it long enough you're not following it uh as much as you think you are you know when we talk about that high. yeah we talk about that 80 percent thing like a lot of times people overestimate the good and underestimate the bad. So mm-hmm. if you've tried all these things year after year after year, it's it's not that, oh, workout program X doesn't work or 
uh, nutrition program Z doesn't work, it's, it's, you know, look for the common denominators is what I'm saying there. Yeah. All right. Now the rant's over. What, uh, what do you got? What did you say you wanted to talk about? We were going to talk, uh, obstacle course racing. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You go ahead and get in on that. I'll 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 take a break from talking. (laughs) (laughs) We'll swap over. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, big week here in uh, lovely Cheswick, Pennsylvania. Uh, weather's starting to change a little bit. We got highs of 50s today, uh, 60s tomorrow, and on Wednesday. So we'll stay see. tuned for uh, traffic here. In a traffic minute. coming soon. Um, you know, so Pittsburgh what, Street's looking clear. Yeah, uh, 28, probably a little jammed up yeah. on your commute in, uh, uh, right around the Highland Park Bridge. Oh, yeah, especially there right now. Uh, but so like the, the weather's starting to change over and whatnot, which means there's going to be a lot of things happening. Um, you know, I know myself, I'm doing a Spartan race in June. Mm. Uh, we talked about you doing it, except now you're doing a half Ironman. So for safety reasons, we're mm. not letting that happen. Um, you know, but, uh, a couple other people are doing, you know, different things. Rusty's going to be diving in on a Spartan race, mm. uh, sometime when he gets back in, uh, got a couple people doing the muddy princess. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming through. So uh, a lot of, you know, the, these obstacle obstacle course races are coming, and they're, they're fun to do. Like, they're, they're enjoyable. They're fun. They're challenging. They're something new. They, they, they really give you this sense of achievement and everything like that. So it's really diving into how do we best prepare for them. Uh, you know, obviously just doing them is awesome, but, like, doing them and doing them well and surprising ourselves and, like, you know, accomplishing some of the obstacles that we might think might be too challenging for us uh, is a big deal. Um, so we're going to talk briefly just for a few minutes, and we can always dive in deeper on this in a, in a later episode of just things to focus on uh, training-wise if you are planning on doing an obstacle race of some sort. Uh, so I know for a fact that basically 95 to 99% of all obstacle races um, pinpoint on two main components within the, the strength side of things. Uh, and that is grip strength and pulling and pull strength. Grip strength and pull strength. Those are the two main components to obstacle course races. You are hanging on stuff and you are climbing on stuff. That's basically it. There's not a lot of pushing. And getting muddy. And getting muddy as shit. Uh, there's not a lot of pushing movements happening or anything like that. It's, it's hanging and climbing. Um, so that's the first main component. This is the second side to it is you, there is cardio involved. <laughs> you know, you do have to run to the obstacles and do that kind of stuff. Um, but l- diving into the strength side, let's get your take. What is your top? Three exercises for grip strength. Damn, put me on the spot. Honestly, I mean, the the first thing I would start doing, like if I was going to do that one, is I would just hang from a freaking bar. Dead hangs? Yeah, I would just hang. I mean, you're going to, one, it's just a a good stretch. It It feels good. It's a nice stretch. But, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, like you said, with the obstacles, I think people go into those races and they look at the distances and stuff and they worry about, like, the running or the the cardio aspect of it, which, you know, you still got to work on. But, you know, there's so many obstacles in the way it's spread out. It's not like you're really running for a long period of time, you know. You're, you're just kind of running from one obstacle to the next. So, yeah, usually people kind of kind of underestimate the strength side there, and then they end up, like you said, it's not like it's 
we're not going for uh, an Olympic gold medal here, but like if you're going to do it, you want to do, do it. it, do it well and actually be able to do the obstacles. You don't want to be like getting up to every obstacle, give it a half ass effort and then just like go around and yeah. whatever, you know, you want to be able to do it. And, that, and that's why people do these races is to kind of challenge themselves physically. But then it's also a good, like mental toughness thing too. Oh, so yeah, sure. yeah, if I was going to try to work on the grip strength, I would do, um, I would do some dead hangs from, from a bar, um, chin up bar, pull up bar, whatever, you know, like I would, I would be hanging, um, you know, obviously you can do some pull-ups and some chin-ups, but just holding yourself up there as long as you can until your grip kind of gives way also kind of helps like kind of callous up your hands to doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to the, to the grip strength, um, using, uh, using, we use the fat grips, but you can use ropes or towels or like whatever, but like doing some stuff where, uh, you have like a thicker, thicker bar or whatever that you're using for like rows and curls and um any type of pulling movement Mm -hmm. i think is great you get a different different feel in the four that really helps you know the the hanging from the bar you're still getting forearms and stuff like that but you know you're doing yeah the uh, the wider you're doing a lot more hands and stuff but when you get that like thicker grip in there you really get those muscles and your forearms and And everything if, if you don't know what fat grips are just ask uh Google searches. Vloggers, um, did you take them? I don't. I think they might be in my bag. But I, I have a set of fat grips that I keep here at the club uh, that are mine personally. Uh, but we've used them for a couple of different things. So, uh, if you're ever curious about them, if if they're not being in use, uh, feel free to ask. I'll let you borrow them and so forth. But uh, they're they're pretty sweet. They definitely will light your forearms up. Yeah, doing like one thing I like doing if you don't have that, like at both both places. Um, I think we still have them in Leechburg. We we have the set on the turf that's thicker. The ropes, mm-hmm. the rope is thicker. So you can even, um, one thing I like doing is you grab like a section of that rope and you hook it through a kettlebell and do like curls mm-hmm. holding the rope. I mean, when you get that thicker, uh, thicker grip there, you really start hitting some of those muscles in your forearms that are big. And then, um, so those would be my first two. And then my third one would probably just be loaded carries. Uh, farmers, farmers walks, carries. yeah, farmers walks, just holding some heavy ass. You don't even have to walk. I mean, you can, but just holding some heavy, heavy dumbbells, heavy kettlebells down at your sides away from your body, uh, and just holding that for a long time. Or like we did the one trainers challenge, I think with Ty that time where mm-hmm. like, you're just holding and pinching two plates together yeah. for a long time. I mean, there's a million things you can do. Um, but yeah, you, you'll, if you don't do that stuff and then all of a sudden you have to use your grip, your, your forearms will be shot in a hurry. Yeah. I, I what I like is, um, you know, taking those three that you have there, you can actually combine, you know, the, the farmer's carries and the fat grips and so forth and make things even, even more challenging. Yeah. Hard. I mean, you can throw the fat grips on the chin up bar. You can throw yeah. them on the, and if you don't have them, you can even just like wrap a towel around to make it thicker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you put fat grips on the chin up bar or on the dumbbells and kettlebells when you're doing some of the other stuff, your forearms will be burning. Lit up. Uh, and then if you are looking for something more fun that you can do, uh, go rock climb. That's a cool place down in the south side. Yeah, or, or uh, you know, if you're in Cheswick here, hop up on the old rig there, do a little monkey barn. Yeah. Do a little monkey yeah, I mean, around here. Yeah, especially down here. Like, hop up on there, 
do your dead hangs, get a couple of monkey bars in, things like that. So that leads into the next thing, which is going to go into pooling movements. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of jump in and then you can give your, your, your input. Um, based off of what I've seen with obstacle course races, a lot of your pooling based things are going to be in a vertical fashion, climbing a rope, um, pulling yourself up from something, uh, climbing a cargo net, uh, just a lot of your vertical based pooling stuff. Um, so as hard as they are, pull-ups, pull-ups are going to be a friend, uh, by a long shot, pull-ups, lap pull down, um, you know, rope climbs. If, if, you know, you have somewhere that you can do that. I don't really think we have anywhere that we can, we can set something like that up, I guess. Well, we could, you we could can do like a seated rope climb. Yeah. So I used to do that, um, in my house cause I just had a chin up bar. There, there's ways you can tie off the battle ropes, like around a pull up bar or a rig and you start sitting on the ground and you can actually pull yourself up. That's a great forearm thing too, rope yeah, climbs and yeah. stuff. So I mean, you get a little bit of both. Yeah, um, grip so yeah, that's pulling. that's something that, that can be rigged up if you you know want to know how to do that or want some some advice on that. See Tyler or see Melissa or see whoever. But yeah, um, yeah, that's a really good one. Or we we even did the one where we hooked tie, tied the kettlebell up. Yeah, the, the rope did pulls. like a little pulley thing. You get a similar yeah. effect there. So yeah, hammering the uh, the vertical pulling is definitely definitely going to be now gonna the, be one, crucial. the one thing i will say though is do not neglect your horizontal pulling your roads and so forth because uh a lot of those obstacle course races are very like teammate oriented for some of the obstacles so like you might have to help pull people up over stuff and that's going to kind of be more of your your rows and your horizontal pulls and so forth so don't neglect you know those movements like they're going to be good for you all across the board it'll help you with some of your you know vertical pulling hey if you have a strong back all the way around like that's a good thing to have for all this stuff but um yeah never know. never a bad thing yeah. um and then the last kind of piece to the puzzle there i think would just be combining your strength training and your conditioning and your cardio kind yes. of you know doing your workouts in like a circuit fashion or something to where you're you're executing strength exercises while you're kind of heart rates up your breathing's up a little bit yeah um you know if you're trying to do that and you're doing your strength stuff and then you're going and like doing the elliptical for 30 minutes you know that's not really going to have a lot of carryover uh to what you're trying to do on that race so if you can do and some of these things work as both yeah you know you do farmer's walks and stuff like that you're going to be breathing heavy if you're using heavy enough weights and stuff so doing exercises like that you know the battle ropes those help your grip too especially yeah. if you use the thicker heavier ones you know combining some of those things that get you out of breath get your heart rate up but they also you know need strength and rely on on strength is going to have the best kind of uh translation to to doing some of those races and stuff yeah so. for sure and then the the other thing to keep in mind and it'll be the last thing that we kind of talk about at least for this episode is you know when you're doing this race you know these races it's not like you're doing it for 20, 30 minutes. Like a lot of these races take an hour or longer to go through and complete, depending on which one you're doing. No, Muddy Princess, I don't know. I've not, I've not done it. So I'm not sure how long it takes. But, you know, I know for a fact the Spartan that I'm doing is, you know, 13 miles of obstacles. Oh, boy. <laughs> like that's not going to, that's going to take me a little bit of time, you know. So having good muscular endurance 
is going to be important. So really within the training, like pushing yourself to increase volume over time, coming in and just doing two sets of pull-ups, you know, every time you, you go to work your back isn't going to save you. Like, you gotta you gotta start increasing volume. You gotta push yourself more. You, you know, as you increase weight, you increase volume. Like, all that kind of stuff. You do need to kind of think uh, a little bit broader on the picture with that, uh, just because of what the race will entail and so forth. But like I said, this is just something we we can we can dive into a little bit more in depth uh, in a later episode. Maybe here in a couple weeks. Maybe get uh, Andrew on. He's done one of the races before. Uh, and things like that. Maybe get some some tips and whatnot the, from him. Get the pish in here, maybe. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done one. Any, anybody else that's done them before? Yeah. Hey, leave us a voice message. <laughs> leave you us know, a voice leave message. Us a voice leave message. us a YouTube comment. Let us know if you have any questions about those things. If you haven't done one before, let us know, and we can kind of address it going forward. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm getting into mine for the first time, so like I've been starting to look up all this stuff to, to kind of see what I need to do and what what's the best route to go. So, like... We can all do this together. Huh. Takes all of us. Except for Ryan. He's not going to do you it. Know, He's takes, just going to. Takes all of us. Um, so, hey, appreciate everybody that tuned in to the video or the podcast last week. Uh, appreciate everybody that checks this one out as well. Episode 49. Another, another good one in the books. Leave us some voice messages. Leave us some five-star reviews. Give us a little thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe it on YouTube. There's a lot more things we got to start. Comment on YouTube. <laughs> There's a lot more things we got to start saying now. Just, uh, just let us know you're out there. What, that's what, our, what that's it, all we're looking for what, here. What, what do they call it? Every time you uh, you got to go through like this whole like list of stuff for like all the different platforms. Um, plug your shit. No. Well, yeah. This plug plug your shit. Uh, fuck. I. I don't know. It has like a reference to like home or something like that. I don't know. Episode 50, we'll have the answer for that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Appreciate it. See you guys next week. See ya.